Welcome to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. My name is Bruce Malkinson, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Accenture Technology Corporation. In each episode, you will learn from industry experts who share their insights and strategies on how to reveal hidden surface data and optimize the performance, comfort, and safety of surfaces. We will discuss and present solutions that have worked for real-world applications across fields like product design and safety testing, consumer, clinical, and human body performance. Once again, uh, we have Antonio Robostelli joining us uh, as a guest here on our podcast. Thanks again, uh, Antonio, for taking the time today. Hi, Bruce. Thank you for inviting me. So I'm really looking forward to our upcoming conversations regarding athlete performance and the measurement techniques uh, using planter pressure. And I know in our next webinar, you're going to be focusing on a very exciting topic, maximum speed. So what I thought we would open with is, is getting you to describe exactly what is the athlete's maximum running speed and how is that measured? Yeah, uh, when, when talking about maximum uh, running speed, the 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 definition is very, very easy. It's uh, simply speaking is the maximum running velocity that an athlete or a player can achieve during a, a predetermined, predefined uh, and specific task, whether it's a, a 100 meter race or it's a sprint uh, while trying to, to, to catching a ball and reaching the opposite uh opponent in uh, in a team sport so it's the maximum running velocity that uh, athlete can achieve and it can be measured normally uh the most uh, easiest way to to measure the, the the timing of maximum speed it's by using the timing gates uh that are you know able to provide an exact uh, value in terms of uh, of, of of timing and uh, and maximum speed. Right. Okay. Well, thank you. So, uh, what are the key factors that contribute to an athlete's maximum speed? Yeah, this is a very uh, nice question because uh, speed uh, in general is uh, uh, is a very complex. Uh, what we call complex system, and uh, in terms of key factors that contribute to an athlete's maximum speed, uh, we know that it was also believed that uh, stride length and stride frequency were the the most limiting factors in uh, an athlete's ability to achieve maximum speed. But in the last Years, the research has focused on identifying the the the, the, the limit, limiting factors, and we now know that force application into the ground, so ground reaction forces, both vertical and horizontal, are key uh, element and key factors that contribute to an athlete's maximum speed. Okay, so. Let's let's talk a little bit more about the athlete themselves then. So how does an athlete's training regime, including strength and conditioning or plyometrics, speed-specific workouts, uh, impact their maximum speed potential? Yeah, uh, the, the speed is a quality that can be trained. Of course, there are a lot of genetic factors involved, but 
there are some aspects of speed that can be trained and, and in an athlete's training regimen, uh, it's important that uh, athletes uh, uh, works a lot uh, and um, development of both maximum strength and specific strength of uh, of speed based uh, activities like uh, power uh, and power endurance so uh, this is uh, uh, one of the key elements that uh, can be included in an athlete's training regimen uh, as well as the sprint specific workouts that are that are aimed to improve two elements the energy systems ability and the technical aspects of running sprint and sprinting biomechanics so well let's dig into the technical a little bit more because I know in our upcoming webinar, you're going to talk about uh, many of the key determinants of speed, which, of course, there are many. But, you know, how does a performance coach identify which are the key techniques to measure those things? And uh, is it athlete dependent, sport dependent? G give us a little insight into that. Yeah, uh, speed, as I mentioned uh, previously, is a really complex ecosystems and there are a lot of elements and factors interacting uh, among themselves to contribute to uh, an athlete uh, speed uh, speed uh, ability and potential uh, and in terms of uh, technical elements uh, we know that uh, technique is uh, one of together with the ability to properly apply force into the ground is uh, fundamental because it allows uh, uh, an athlete, a player, to properly use the force that is applying to the ground by using uh, the body posture and the different joint segments in the body in the in, in the body in the in the proper way so uh, and this can happen and this is only the result of a proper and sound uh, uh, technical uh, integration uh, in, uh, in in an athlete uh, training regimen uh, for for and this is uh, both sport dependent and athlete dependent because um, sports that uh, require in uh, high intensity sprinting and speed are uh, sports that are highly complex and each sport uh, whether it is a uh, basically if it's a uh, individual or if it's a team sport and if it's a linear or it's a multi-directional they are characterized by different degree of skill uh, acquisition and development and also it is athlete dependent as the neuromuscular efficiency of an individual athlete plays a fundamental role in uh, in reaching the optimal technical ele uh, level okay so of course you know in order to to understand this it has to be measured and so let's talk about measurement technology and of course specifically insole pressure mapping and um 
as a technology, how well suited is it to this purpose and which other technologies are most complementary? Yeah, uh, pressure mapping uh, is uh, plantar pressure mapping, especially with the uh, use of pressure insoles, uh, is the only technologies that uh, really allows coaches and practitioners to understand what happens uh, under the, the, the sole of the foot in the plantar aspect of the foot while interacting with the ground. So uh, it's uh, when assessing speed and when talking about neuromuscular efficiency, uh, we can really un understand if uh, the, the, the athlete and the player is using the right technical element uh, while striking the ground in order to transfer the, 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 the high level of forces that he is able to generate with the larger muscle of the, of the lower extremities uh, and is able to not only apply but uh, to properly transfer into the ground uh, through the very small surface of uh, of the foot so uh, plantar pressure measurement is key in uh, in this uh, in this process okay so um in that process of measurement you know and understanding maximum speed then what test conditions uh does that data have to be captured from yeah uh in understanding maximum speed of course uh, we, we we need to to use uh, to use different uh, specific testing conditions uh, based on the type of athletes that uh, we are going to measure and uh, also the the type of sport uh, with the may, may, making a distinction between individual and, um, and and team sports. So uh, for understanding maximum speed, uh, the, the, the test being used uh, most of the time is uh, as uh, is based on 30 meters distance. Uh, in 30 meters distance with uh, uh, fly uh, starting position, uh, especially if you are uh, testing a team sports athletes where uh, most of the time, uh, athletes are starting a sprinting uh, from a uh, from a fly uh, position, where he is already jogging up in the in the pitch, uh, and uh, for individual and uh, especially in track and field, uh, a good um, a good test is uh, on thirty meters, where the athlete starts the first. 30 meters of the of the race on a 60 meters distance he starts the first 30 meters of the race to try to properly accelerate and after 30 until the next 30 meters the timing gates uh, and the uh, two opposite of the of the of the track or of the pitch are measuring the time so uh, normally this is uh, these are two of the most used test condition for measuring maximum speed Okay. So with, with that data captured in conditions like that, of course, that pressure data to be useful 
um, has to be analyzed. So what analysis techniques are used to gain insights from this data? Yeah, uh, also we have captured the, the data from, from plantar pressure measurement um, with the use of, of, uh, of the dedicated software uh, to gain insights from the data Data on maximum speed, uh, we can use uh, a variety of, of tools that are unique with this uh, technology. And uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking about the, uh, the path and trails of the, of the center of pressures that allows us to understand how the, 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 the force is transmitted uh, through the surface of the food, the plantar pressure distribution that uh, allows us to understand if the foot is properly functioning when uh, striking the ground and identify areas that are uh, less or more stiff and areas that are more or less mobile and trying to understand if the the foot is able to, to act as a uh, mobile adapter while striking the ground and uh, as a uh, stiff uh, spring and lever while pushing, uh, while pushing forward. So, uh, and this is unique to plantar pressure insoles technology. Fantastic. Well, Antonio... Um, I could ask him a lot more questions, but I think we'll leave it off there and until our upcoming webinar. So once again, thanks a ton for these insights and um, just invite everyone to, to join us for your upcoming webinar to, to learn the details about uh, measuring performance. Yeah, thank you, Bruce. And see you on our next webinar on maximum speed with uh, plantar pressure mapping technology. Thank you for tuning in to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. To learn more, go to Accenture.com or email us at sales at Accenture.com with any questions you may have. We'd love to hear from you. Never miss an episode by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts. <music>